Hey everyone, my name is Brian Howard. I'm a Calgary realtor who has sold an average of a house a week since moving to this great city in 2003. And this is Calgary Living. It's a trailer for my podcast, Calgary Living, Real Estate and Lifestyle. I'm interviewing Calgary's top performers as it relates to living and lifestyle in our great city. Some of the podcasts will be real estate decision specific, but most will be about life in Calgary and why we choose to live here, or at least why you should visit. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to another edition of Living in Calgary. Today on the show, I have my friend, my colleague in real estate, stager, designer, Tara Milhouse. Yeah, hi, how's everybody doing? <laughs> hi, Brian. Tara, Tara, welcome to the show. Have you been on a podcast before, Tara? No, I never have, so this well, is my first time. Well, welcome. So let's go and have some fun little chat. Tara, did I say your last name correctly? Um, Melhuse, yeah. Melhuse, oh. Melhuse, yeah. Tell me, where does Melhuse come from? I'm, well, I wouldn't even guess. Tell us yeah, where the, it's, origins. it's Norwegian. Yeah, it's Norwegian. And no wonder you choose to have Northern Lights in your background yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, my maiden name is actually Columbus, but when obviously I married my husband, I took his name, and so there you go. I went from Columbus to Melhuse, which you know is a big jump. And Columbus is really easy to pronounce. <laughs> and Columbus is cool too. Like, why Columbus, and where did that come from? So I think my family's originally from Timmins, Ontario. So I believe it was actually Cologne uh, with an E on the end, but then they over time converted to Columbus because it was easier to pronounce for people. And that's just kind of where it came from. There we got connected, I guess, probably not probably two years ago, but somewhere between a year and two ago for a stager to assist me and sort of a, uh, my clients here in Calgary real estate market. I think it was Kevin French that connected us. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, that is correct. Yeah. You do some business with him, I guess, as well. So lots yep. of realtors probably. And uh, what is the name of your business? Stage by Tara. That's it. Yeah. I, I joke that I should have named my business Staged by You because um, essentially my business model is teaching homeowners how to stage their homes themselves, which is essentially you as the homeowner. But Staged by Tara kind of came from my other Instagram handle, which is Life by Tara, where I share photos of my family, kids, dogs, etc. And it was just kind of one night my husband said, what about Staged by Tara? And that was it. The rest is history. Cool. And um, tell us a little bit about how Staged by Tara came to be were you always interested in uh, like when you were going grocery shopping with your mom at the Safeway would you pick those magazines off the rack and look at those beautiful beds with 16 cushions on them how did you happen to become interested in design is the design fair or homes or staging tell us a little bit about that yeah yeah so the design aspect has always been interesting to me all throughout like growing up and everything I remember being young and cutting um, the cosmos from my mom's garden and putting them in a cup in my room with you know on my bedside table and I was probably like 12 or 13 when I was doing that. So always been interested. I worked in a different industry prior to doing this. However, staging was always kind of a side hustle for me. And basically what happened was I worked in sport and then I had a baby in March of 2019, went on mat leave, come around to 2020, COVID happened. There's no such job for me. And so basically I took my side hustle, pivoted and turned it into my full time. And here we are today. Do you say you were in sports? Yeah, yeah, I worked what in... What kind of sports? 
<laughs> All sorts. So I'm originally from Ontario. I graduated with a corporate communication certificate. And then I went on to do my master's in professional communications. In Ontario, I worked for Toronto Maple Leaf sports and entertainment. And then um, when I moved to Calgary, I worked at, now it's Repsol, but Lindsay Sport, formerly Talisman Center. And then I moved on and worked in sport tourism at Tourism Calgary. Wow, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so did you have to go back to school, become a designer, or did you say, hey, I'm a designer? Because you watch no. a lot of TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I actually had taken a few courses out of just personal interest and put them in my back pocket. Didn't really do anything with them except, you know, personal doing things in my own home and, you know, obviously helping friends and family, that sort of thing. Just really just passion pieces. Um, it wasn't until I moved to Calgary that I was able to actually take my staging program that I had taken and really apply it. And I had only really worked with one agent prior to making a pivot in my career path and turning this into my full time. Oh, cool. Cool. That's great. Yeah. And what year did you move to Calgary? The year of the flood, 2013. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm always like, oh, I know that's not a really good thing to associate moving here, but it's a way for me to remember. And honestly, that it was a historic moment for Calgary too. Tell me about that move coming to Calgary, 2013 as a realtor in the real estate business. It was a busy, busy year. Prices were mm -hmm. up. It was hard to find a, a rental accommodation. What was it like for you arriving in Calgary that year uh, and your sort of housing experience? Do you remember back to that time? Yeah, um, I actually was, so I had completed my master's in Australia and I was just coming back to Canada. And basically we had some friends that lived in Calgary when my friend, I moved here with one of my best friends and um, we had mutual friends that lived here. And basically they actually helped us look for some rental units. I don't know whether it was because of the flood um, that people had moved out and didn't come back or it was just luck, I'm not sure, but we ended up finding a pretty great place in Mission. It was called the Athlone. I don't know if you're familiar with that building, 19th and 4th. Did and, it flood? Um, 19th and 4th. It, it may, didn't. It was close, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't actually. And um, we got really lucky and, you know, we were able to move in and it was after the flood, of course, that we were here. And mm. yeah, it was excellent. Mm, great. And what um, most strikes you about living in Calgary, Tara? You know what? I think that Calgary is an awesome city. I, first of all, for hair, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> There's no humor. I find the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, compared to Ontario, you curl your hair in the summertime and then it's flat in a second. But um, yeah, Calgary is a great city. I feel like I'm very um, connected to many like-minded people here. It's very vibrant. It's very young. It's very entrepreneurial. You know, there's lots of opportunity for people to expand. I really don't think that I would be as successful doing what I am doing now in Ontario just because it's so much more competitive. Not saying that Calgary isn't. There's more room. There's more room. Interesting. So it sounds like, um, so in 2013, you're like finishing, it sounds like a master's degree in Australia. You have yeah. a good friend. Maybe they're there with you. I'm not sure. How did you happen to choose Calgary? Because you're like you're kind of an international person at that point. You could have went to, I don't Denmark. You could have went to um, <laughs> yeah. maybe um, Auckland, but you choose Calgary. How did that happen? Yeah, so I had one of my best friends lives here um, and she just always said, you know, Calgary is a great place. You should move here. You can move forward a lot faster in your career. And honestly, it takes one person, one person to, you know, have in a different city. And I didn't have anybody anywhere else. And I was really looking forward to just moving, you know, forward and not moving home and into my mom's basement sort of thing. As you know, Ontario, you know, prices of places are really expensive and it's hard to get ahead there. And, you know, I just 
just took the opportunity and said, you know what, I have nothing to lose. I have one person, that's all I need. And I just went for it. And then my friend of mine kind of jumped on my plan and we came together. Wow, and so, um, and then you met your sweetheart a few years later. Yeah, actually I'm, <laughs> you're gonna laugh. Um, I met him only a couple months living here in Calgary. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. This is all meant to be. Because um, I think we recently, so the last time, you know, you've done some work with me and my clients, but the last time we met sort of physically was, I think probably was it August or September, and you were very pregnant. Was it baby number one? Yeah, no, that's baby number two. Oh, yeah. baby number two, okay. Yeah, so um, I had my second baby September, in September. 8th. September yeah. 8th. Yeah. I don't know why I remember that. I'm not actually the best with numbers, <laughs> but that's great. And so what are the baby's names? And how old are they now? My first son, um, his name is Jackson and he's three. His birthday is March 9th. And then my second son, he was born September 8th, 2021. <laughs> Wow. And so his that, name is Cody. Yeah. And so he's about um, eight months old or something. Is that my... Six and a half. Yeah. Mm, great. So well, then there'll be a baby number three because we need to have a girl in this family, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm I'm a boy mom for life. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, <laughs> we'll check in in a few years. Tell us what's really easy for you these days, maybe in your business or your life or being a mom. I mean, I can't imagine there's a lot easy, but I mean, it's a busy household. What's easy? Yeah. You know what's easy? Laundry is easy. No, I'm just <laughs> Just kidding. You know what? Easy is the fact that I get to do what I love and I actually get to help people. And I'm really, I'm really excited that I was able to have the support to go forward with this path because it takes a lot of courage to start from scratch and, you know, turn something turn nothing into something and have the support of my family and my husband and that sort of thing. So you know what? That's easy. The easy part is doing what I love. That's easy. That's awesome. Good for you. Can you tell us a little bit about what's hard? I mean, relating to the transition from that sort of previous sort of big sport business to mm -hmm. like stage by Terra. That's quite a pivot. Yeah. Um, the hard part for me is, I guess, in, in terms of learning how to manage my own business from the back end. That stuff is a little bit trickier for me. Not saying that I can't do it. It's just not my strong um, suit. And mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm a transparent person. So I wouldn't say like doing business on your own is easy. <laughs> the easy part for me is the staging and bookings and the connection and, you know, chatting with people like you and that sort of thing. But the hard part is kind of the back end for me. Tell us a little bit about your real estate process. You know, it sounds like you got some, you're moved into like, when you moved to Calgary, you moved to a cool walkable neighborhood, Mission, Central yeah. Southwest. What's been your real estate journey since that? Have you, uh, you and your partner or husband have already purchased a home or two or three homes? Where are you guys at? Yeah, so when I moved here, I, I just rented. And then when I met my husband, a little bit after we had met, I moved in with him in his house that he had already owned. So to be honest, I've never actually gone through the process that I help other homeowners do. Like I haven't done the staging part. I haven't put a house up for sale or anything like that. So I'm sorry, I'm not as exciting. But well, we need um, to get your home on the market and get it sold so you can have that experience. Yeah, so I know what it's really like. Yeah. yeah, but I did just recently do it with my sister. So I understand the steps and the process. Is your sister in Calgary too now? She is, yeah. She's... Actually, my entire family followed me. So wow. my sister came and then my mom came and my sister sister's in Calgary and my mom is in Canmore. That is awesome. Well, we're so happy you came because, you know, Alberta is a better place because of you and your family. Yeah, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. How about your intuition system, Tara? Does it, when I ask that question, does it, what does it mean to you? And how does your intuition system work for you? You can just tell me, bug off, Brian. I'm not, 
What are you talking about? <laughs> or you can uh, acknowledge the question. What do you, I don't even know yeah. what I mean by the question, but yeah. how does intuition work for you? Honestly, it's all about gut feeling. You know, it, and intuition, let's just talk about it from like a home staging perspective. When you walk in a space and sometimes you're like, oh, this furniture doesn't work quite right, right? And I guess that's an intuition. And, you know, helping people see their spaces in a different light by just simply moving a chair and shifting a, a sofa, that sort of thing. It's just about gut that feeling mm. for me. Neat, neat. I yeah. love that. I was in a condo building uh, yesterday. There's something very odd about that building, the furniture in the, like in the lobby, in the common areas. It's just wrong. And it's, it's just interesting. Maybe we should give you a referral to that property management company. Or, or like, <laughs> because like the, the condo building, the board, like the board, the volunteer board that run it, they don't know that it's wrong, obviously, because if they did, they would fix it up a little bit because it makes it easier for the building to, the you know, owners the building to sell their unit when there's a nice feeling in the lobby and in the common spaces. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's interesting that intuition. Uh, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, um, no problem. Um, and so you moved to Calgary, a young person in 2013. We had a very vibrant and booming economy at that time. In 2015, the market changed and it became a kind of a tougher cycle. Calgary is known now, Tara, that we're in a boom, we're a boom bust economy or have been. A yeah. lot of us be leaders in our in our city. We'd like to avoid that. Um, so you moved here in a very a vibrant time. It actually from 2015 to recently, maybe 2021, the start of 21, um, we basically our economy suffered and it went down every year from 2015 to about 2021. And currently it's booming and our real estate prices are increasing. And so you're a part of this young demographic, I assume in your 30s. How does that all feel to you, that boom bust economy? And maybe share, maybe not even so much your own experience, but I imagine you have friends who maybe bought in 2013 and 14 and then wanted to sell in 2016, 17, 19, and weren't able or were losing money. And, um, and can you talk to us a little bit about that and, and your sense of that? And even like, I guess, kind of how do you, your family or your friends, do you, do you save for a rainy day in Alberta? Or uh, maybe you could just speak to that boom bust economy yeah from the boom bust experience i mean it's definitely something that affects the entire city right whether you work in oil and gas whether you work in real estate and everything in between because what happens is there's not enough money you know going into those larger industries there's not enough money for all the extras things get cut so you know working kind of in the corporate world i did see that happen a lot you know um events or budgets or things like that um were cut and you know from when i had first arrived and started working here in calgary it was exciting and lots of events and every it, it was very generous shift happened the bus let's call it and things became more tight now we're in a boom <laughs> and uh, what's happening now is is just crazy i mean people are moving to the city left right and center buying and shopping homes without even seeing them in person we have people wanting to you know during covid do home renovations crazy home renovations because they couldn't travel and they couldn't do anything else and you know now we're seeing boom for sure and i think it's exciting to see that happening again the city feels vibrant I mean, the Calgary Flames, I think, are first in the division right now. So the Red Mile's coming back. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, it's exciting. Do I save for a rainy day or should you? I think we all should save a little bit here and there. We shouldn't run ourselves empty and then, you know, hope that it's going to continue booming forever. That doesn't mean that, you know, that's for everybody. So I think enjoy the time right now and, you know, when it's 
a little bit down, maybe when we go back to doing things that, you know, aren't as exciting per se. And so we're excited for the future. Awesome. That's, that's, that's great. I appreciate that. Really, really kind of um, good, good thoughts. Just in your own experience with the, you any, like going back to you a little bit about the, the friends that maybe bought in 2013 or 14 mm -hmm. or, you know, friends having troubles in the real estate. Have you met any, like, is that part of your network as well? Or just Yeah, I'm... yeah, I do. I, I have um, my one particular friend, she owns a, a large condo downtown and this time it's yeah it's coming potentially you know the value is increasing but in the past few years i mean it's been a little bit of a challenge you know looking at those potential numbers if if they were looking at selling or not but just looking at the value of that it can be challenging you know a, a lot of my other friends maybe a secondary property that they're renting now um they're looking to offload those properties because they know they can make a, a profit now I so know, yeah. Yeah, it, it's been an interesting journey for them, especially the ones with secondary properties. But I mean, now they're excited to, to sell. Now's the time and they're hopping on bandwagon. Exactly. Good for you. That's awesome. Uh, tell me, Kara, wanting to keep this, you know, relatively short for our own uh, time as well as our listeners' time, maybe a few more questions. What advice would you give to your younger self? You don't care what other people say. Ask for opinions, but really just do what you want because everybody's opinion is going, going to be different and you know in your heart what is right for you. I mean, if I hadn't done the journey of, you know, my, my communications and all of that, I don't think I would be in the place that I am today. My job definitely has to have a design eye, but it's also very much a communications position because it's about communicating to homeowners without hurting somebody's feelings or being, you know, you have to be appropriate and the appropriate approach to this position as well. Excellent. And so you've done a complete pivot, I guess a couple of years ago or so. You've done sort of sports marketing and all sorts of things around that. Is there another profession that you would have, would have attempted or maybe would attempt sometime in the future other than the sort of the two that you've done so far as a young woman? Yeah, I joked with my husband the other day that I should have been like a landscaper or horticulturist or something like that, something to do with plants and gardening and, and you know, like interior plants, exterior plants, because I, I do have a passion for, I joked on my Instagram the other day that I have a passion for bringing back dead house plan that uh, clients give me when I, you know, come for a staging and they're, you know, they're not going to take them with them. They're either going to go in the garbage or they come home with me. So yeah, I, something like that, something related to, to plants. Interesting. That's fun. What's <laughs> the best way for people to reach out to you or find you or follow you or connect? You're on Insta yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, Instagram, for sure I'm on Instagram, Stage by Tara, a really cool following on TikTok. If anybody is on TikTok under the same handle, Stage by Tara as well. And of course, you can look at me online, stagebyterra.com, and then all my contact information would be on all of those sites. Well, that's great, Tara. I want to thank you for being on the show. Ask for our audience or any last comments? Yeah, I mean, just one other thing too. If anybody ever wants some ideas or tips or tricks or anything like that, I'm always interested to, I always read the comments that people post on my Instagram and TikTok for styling of certain things or ideas or what to do. So, you know, don't think I don't see all of those it's just me doing all of that so i read every comment and i try to respond whether it's via texting back and forth through comments or creating a video for you so um yeah please comment and i want to hear what you want to see he's like wait you will create a video for someone like uh, tell me more about that this is something i don't quite understand yet in my social media journey 
What does that yeah, mean? Yeah, <laughs> so on, on TikTok, there's actually a feature where you can reply to a, a comment on previous posts with a video where oh. the comment shows up in the top and then you can create the video based on the question. Wow, that's interesting. Okay, I gotta try yeah. that out. <laughs> we always have to be staying current, don't we? Yeah, for sure. Tara, it's been a real pleasure. We look forward to um, seeing you again at one of our clients' homes. And um, we thank you for your, for your help and your passion and your interest in our city. Thank you for being a leader out there in Calgary. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for being on the show. Okay, see you later.